Entries are coming in already for our Village Hall's Inspiration Awards and today we're going to find out a bit more about one of them. Hi everyone, I'm Johnny Thompson and welcome to the Village Hall's podcast sponsored by Allied Westminster, the UK's largest specialist provider of Village Hall insurance and the home of Village Guard. This year, as many of you will know already, we're running an awards programme with Allied Westminster where we're offering prizes of £1,000, £1,500 and £2,500 for your village, church or community hall. Linda Hughes from Worminghall Village Hall in Buckinghamshire was quick off the mark after entries opened on our website recently and she's kindly joined me today to tell me all about a fantastic community business they've developed, which is just the kind of inspirational idea we're looking for, to be honest. Um, thanks for coming on, Linda, and welcome to the show. Great. Thank you for asking me, Johnny. I really am looking forward to this conversation. Pleasure, pleasure. Now, before we get started, I just want to say that Linda coming on the show doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that one of the prizes on offer here has already been won, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that will be up to our judges in November. But Linda, let me just say, I really do appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today because, you know, yours is yours is what I would say is a really good example of one to, to share. Great. Yeah. Shall I talk about, let me talk about the hall. Um, uh, Wormingham Village Hall was built around 1872. Yeah. So it started its life as a school um, mm -hmm. and was connected to the church in the village. And the school closed in, I think, about in the 1940s or 50s, something. I haven't got an exact date. Um, yeah. But it's been a village hall and it's been a charity since the 70s. And it's always been run by people within the village. And, um, you know, it, it's been, it's a great space and it's had all different events that have been held there. So it's a Victorian looking building, has high windows and a great ceiling that could do with being open out. Um, a garden that was not really used until lately. It, it's a good community space and it and it's attractive. Fantastic. And what's, what's your connection with the hall there, Linda? I'm one of the trustees of the mm -hmm. charity and I'm also the secretary of the management committee, which sounds a bit posh, doesn't it? Um, but really, I have to <laughs> what do I do? I, I, I organise the meet, the kind of management meetings, the AGM, and yeah. make sure that we're legally um, in order, do the charitable returns. So it's, it is a voluntary role, but we, you know, having procedures in place now has really helped us to know what we should be doing at which point during the year and how to do it. So yeah. we're a bit organised now. And, and what do you do for a living when you're not when you're not helping out with the whole there? I'm a business consultant yeah. with a bit of a people slant to it. I used to be an HR director. So now I spend most of my days talking to organisations about their growth, their culture and their transformation. So in some ways it has come through into the village hall because it's been transformed. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's, so that's what I enjoy. Yeah, that's the nice thing, isn't it, when when you can kind of bring your day-to-day -day skills and what you do to, mm. to, to your local community, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, and one of the other things I do is um, I make these kind of collage pictures. I'm a bit of an Etsy fan, and um, I was – 
kind of looking through there and found an artist who's a graphic designer. Yeah. And she created for us because we recently refurbished the hall mm-hmm. and she did this A1 picture for us, which says Worming Hall. And it's and we gave her all the kind of the orientation of the village. Quite a few people have got chickens and someone's got goats. It's near an old airfield. So and all the names of the roads are within this picture. So that's like a really nice graphic design element and artistic element that we wanted to introduce into the village as well. Fantastic. And yeah, yeah, you mentioned there a bit of an up, upgrading and a, and, a, and a transformation. Things yeah. are going. Things are going pretty well, aren't they? And what 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 other things have you you've been on all kinds of modern gadgets and things, keyless entry yeah, and yeah. stuff? I, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of take you through what what we have done. Our hall was blue and yellow and it had some blue check curtains so just visualize that it's now <laughs> i'm seeing a way. well-known swedish yeah. furniture store when you see it it does look like <laughs> it was a bit like that um it's now a kind of a nice gray toned building we still have the same flooring so the whole of the hall was repainted there was a a wall between the kitchen and the hall yeah. and behind it was a massive big window which you just couldn't, the light was just not coming into the hall. Mm. So that's made it a lot more open and visible. Some people might think, oh, the kitchen should have a door that, you you know, you go into the kitchen and that's it. But it's made it a lot more open when we come and I'll come on and talk about our cafe later on. But it, it's just made that much more open um, feel within the hall now. And the curtains are gone and the big windows, a lot of light shines through. So the upgrade to the hall inside, we've got outside furniture now. And yeah. um, so people can utilise it a lot more. And we've also, we have um, some funding through uh, the S106, through the local authority. Yeah. So that is now being used for a building project. And whilst the hall is quite old and some of the facilities are not quite up to scratch, we felt that to make the hall as inclusive as we possibly could, we needed to put the disabled toilets in and make the the hall a lot more accessible for people with um, some disabilities or, you know, the challenges. There's Brilliant. about five or six different floor levels. Yeah. And so all of those things just needed to be brought into, I suppose, an upgraded version of, of what it really should be. So keeping the aesthetics of the hall but putting the right things in place that made it for modern kind of living. Plus, we have now have a door entry system, so there's no keys. Nobody yeah. has to be responsible for them or lose them or who's got them. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, engaged with Hallmaster, so we have the booking system, and that's just brilliant so yeah. that anybody can look at the, the calendar on the website and book and know what terms and conditions are, know the cost, know its availability, um, when it's open, what's going on. So that's been a big embellishment, really, I would say. Yeah. And then also linked to Hallmaster now, we've we've put in the automated heating system. So it, it connects to a booking because we do know that we've forgotten to put the heating on a couple of times <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> And some, you know, there's a bowls club there and they were not impressed with us. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, we've spoken about that kind of technology before. Yeah. And it, is, it is tremendous, makes such a difference because it's just the whole automation piece and give, giving you confidence that yeah. um, that you're not really just 
wasting money and uh, yeah. spending spending it on heating a, a, a building that, that that doesn't need it. Yeah, and it, and it also it also brings that simplicity of running the building. Whereas yeah. when you when you're looking for volunteers and if they think oh, I've got to go down there and unlock the door, then I've got to go back again and make sure it's locked and mm-hmm. make sure the heating's off. There's all these things that just become a bit tiresome and so you take that pressure away and then they can do things that they can add value to the hall instead great and as you mentioned you mentioned the cafe you've developed Mm -hmm. a a community business yes that's really helping to support the hall financially as well and i guess that's a lot of what your entry is actually all about isn't it linda so tell me about the velo cafe when did it when did it all come about um this is a lockdown baby yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so many of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, it started really. We really started to think about it during the the last lockdown, last period when it was locked down, and opened in the end of the, the summer. So it began a couple of years now. Yeah. So there used to be a club on a Thursday for, I suppose it was, what was it called? Time out. Um, and cyclists used to come. There, one group of cyclists used to come, um, but it was more like a coffee and chat for older people in the village so and that closed during covid and and the people kind of dispersed and and couldn't really continue so we started the one up on a saturday morning so it opens at 10 and closes at 12 Um, and we've now recruited somewhere between i think it's about 18 to 20 volunteers and we work on a rotational basis like every six to eight weeks so they're the volunteers. We've also recruited two youngsters from within the village who work there every Saturday. So they come in, they get the tables and chairs out, they set everything up, and they're the constant. Because when you do it every six to eight weeks, you might think, oh, what do I do? I've forgotten where something is or where what, what's happening. So they're the constant, and they're great. So we serve coffee, tea. We have a rotor of people that make cakes in the village. Um my baking skills have enhanced considerably due to the number of cakes <laughs> that I can now make. But I think the favourites always are Victoria sponge, um, lemon drizzle cake. Yeah. Um, and also my other favourite that I make is Nadia Hussein from Bake Off. Her flapjack is amazing. Tremendous. So, and we also purchase in um, sausage rolls and they are a great um, wheeze with the uh, cyclists so we also were we all was registered as as a, as a cafe with the local authority so we have a five-star um, food hygiene rating and I'm really pleased to say that they were so impressed with what we were doing they've taken our guide and are now using that to, to share with other village halls so brilliant it so is the, a great way of of generating an income yeah. for the hall and the location sounds like it's key yeah there. Yeah. yeah, because yeah, you're really picking up on those frequent oh, frequent yeah. passers by. Yeah, yeah. There's um, so the there is a bit of a cycle route. There is definitely a cycle route around. And mm. the good thing is that we've got the garden, so that cyclists can come in, put their bikes up against the wall, go into the hall, and can either sit outside or inside in their their bike safe. So the, it, it's just there's small things that make a difference. We've got a repair kit. We've had to. Somebody forgot their key once for their they locked their bikes together, so we had to go and get a chainsaw to get that off for them. <laughs> it's all these community little things that make a difference, you know. Brilliant. And it, and we, you know, it's great customer people. service. 
gosh, yeah, no, not quite. Yeah, somebody else. What did somebody's fallen off their bike? We've had the first aid kit out. Yeah, and somebody's got lost. His phone ran out of battery. Where? How do I get back to meeting my relatives? So there's all sorts of Tremendous. things that happen. And there's well. a there's a sustainability angle as well, isn't yeah. there? Because you've, you, it's locally sourced products that you're yeah. using. Yeah. 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 The um, yeah the sausage rolls are from a local butchers. Most um, most people, I think, will be purchasing their eggs from a couple of people in the village when they make their cakes, and. So yeah, yeah, it is. It is really encouraged to be like that. Yeah, um, I'm staggered by the amount of volunteers, and I mean, you know, creating employment opportunities. Yeah, just, as well. It, I yeah. mean, that's wonderful. I mean, and they, and it, you know, you can see how. I don't want to say kids; they're like 15, 16 now, but they've yeah. grown. Mm-hmm. You know, they they are a little bit looking at their phones, but you know, put your phones down, guys. Come on, it's Saturday morning now. Go and talk to people. And, you know, they interact. We do free top-ups with drinks. So they're out and about talking to people. They know the locals that come in and what they like to drink. So they're yep. ready for them. You can see through the window of the hall when someone's coming up the road. Um, so they, they capture it. And it's really about building that that piece for the future. Um, yep. You know, there's others that are looking to... It's always important board. to have that first thing on your yeah. CV, isn't it? Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah. They've done, I, I'm really, really proud of it because um, the other week we had over eighty cyclists come through in two hours. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> it was, a, 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 a lot of uh, <laughs> high street stores would like that kind of footfall. <laughs> it, it was, where we offer, you know, free top ups of drinks. People didn't get one that day. And we just went out and said, look, I'm really sorry. We just couldn't keep up with you all. No problem. We'll be back. So that's just great that people feel they want to come back to the cafe as well. But I think you, you go home from one of those events and you're sitting there and your head's buzzing because you're so excited about what happened. But it, it it's sustainable for the future. It's it's what, the, what village halls need is something that just brings different communities into the hall. Yeah, and can see what 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 can it, what it can be used for, and then, you know, we've got numerous parties, children's parties that go on on the, in the afternoon, and we've got different clubs that run during the week. Any kind of vital lessons you've learned along the way? I'm just thinking anyone else yeah. who's maybe thinking um, about launching a a, a community yeah. business. You know, I think get your ideas clearly, kind of in your mind. Mm-hmm. Know what your brand is for your cafe. And our brand for our cafe in particular is large cake, large portions. Um, we've got the blue and the yellow retail location cups, which are yeah. quite big. Um, and and stick to those uh, stick to it so that you you build that reputation and everybody can follow that kind of brand all the way through in what they're doing. And it's about giving that piece back. Um, to the community and know that you've got a good throughput of people coming in yeah and you know just got to be a bit regimented but the nice thing was the volunteers that that came in it was a couple of people there was a few people that I kind of hoodwinked at the pub well I'm just chattering away about the cafe and and then it was a little bit like people were I'm missing out if I'm not in the club (laughs) the volunteers so we've only had two people that have stepped down and they those are for um kind of personal reasons looking after 
aging parent. So it's about keeping that momentum of volunteers. It's a bit, you know, a bit of a, I won't say it's a leaking bucket, but just keeping that momentum going. We've got a WhatsApp group, so I communicate if we've got some great feedback from anybody or people want to swap their shifts, so that works. It's not regimented, you know, like I send, I've just put a a plan together for the year and then if people want to change their dates that they, they can't do something and people swap it, um, that works quite well. So it's being upfront, being transparent, being organised and smiling. Yeah, always a, always a smile helps, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, it, yeah. Just, it just works. And I make it, it's no big deal, you know. The nicer you are with the people that are volunteering, the much more receptive they are as well. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And I guess at the end of it all, it, the important thing is bringing those extra funds to the to yeah. the village hall because I mean, yeah. it, it, it as a result, it's supporting the local community, isn't it? Which is what yeah. community businesses are are supposed yeah. to be all about at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, because we don't. There's no. Um, we're a, a, a charity, and it's. Um, um, there's no other income apart from what we generate for the hall. So mm-hmm. it's not, there's no kind of set funds coming into the hall. And, th- yeah. and those are things that we will continue to talk to the parish council about, of making, you know, it is a focal point to the village. It never had that funding before. That might be something for the future. So it, it just shows what you can do and change. And it's just because it was always done that way, you know, you can do things differently in the future. Absolutely. Brilliant. Mm. Anything else, Linda, that you want to, that you yeah, want to add? And I think the, the other thing about making the hall inclusive, um, mm. you know, it's, it's just not for people with pets with disabilities. It's, it's those hidden disabilities as well. Yeah. And making that environment as welcoming um, as possible, the inside and the outside environment. And, and we engage with the community to begin. We engage with the community before we can um, set some of the elements up about the hall to ask. So, what is it that you feel is important mm-hmm. for, the, for the hall and for the community? And there were lots of ideas. Um, some of them that we've, you know, quite a few we've been able to tick off already. Yeah. Um, and, and others, you know, it's due to the lack of funding. That, that was available and, and now we're putting some of those things in place. Um, so um, that, that's really um, a great thing to be able to say that you've been able to do that. And yeah. so we, we've had some funding from the Jubilee, is it a Jubilee fund? Uh, the, the last Jubilee. So yeah, it's, it's hard. Sometimes when you're doing funding, that that's quite um a tough approach to take because you sometimes feel like it's the same people that contribute. Yeah. So getting some other funding from elsewhere makes it feel a lot more palatable. Great. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all That's all I can say. The, yeah, so get on your bike and we'll see you at the cafe on a Saturday yeah. morning. Well, I was just thinking next time I'm around Oxford, I might just find my way there and sample yeah. some, of the, some of the homemade delicacies when you were yeah. when you were mentioning the different cakes and things like that i, I think the, <laughs> the stomach was starting to rumble do you do a chocolate cake linda do you oh do god yeah there's always a chocolate brownie there okay well. brilliant. i'll see you tomorrow then <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. no but seriously i mean what it's a great idea you've, you've you've had there and and thanks again for for sharing you know the details yeah. with us in your in your yeah. awards entry and of course on the on the podcast today 
thank you very much for asking me to join you and it's been really enjoyable just you know just sharing what we've been up to yeah yeah it's been a pleasure having a having a chat and as i say good luck good luck with your entry you never know we may be yeah. uh, we may be chatting again later in the year i hope so i hope so <laughs> And that's all, everyone, for, for this episode. Don't don't forget, entries are open for our Village Halls Inspiration Award on our website at thevillagehallspodcast.com. Uh, your entry doesn't have to be about a community business like Linda's. It could be about anything or even anyone who may inspire others to do something worthwhile for your local community. Tell us your story uh, and you may end up with some extra funds for your Village Hall. Many thanks to our headline sponsor and specialist insurance provider, Allied Westminster, for supporting our awards and making our podcast possible. You can discover more at villageguard.com. And thanks to online booking system provider, Hallmaster, who also sponsor our podcast and can be found at hallmaster.co.uk. You've been listening to the Village Halls podcast, a unique listening community for Britain's village, church and community halls and anyone interested in the vital community services they provide. We'll be back again soon with another episode. For more information, please visit our website where you'll also find links to our social media pages. Thanks again for listening in and until the next time, goodbye for now.